wait, should I still be trying to open and grow a Facebook group? Or should I just focus on my email list? Especially after Facebook Armageddon last week. You're listening to Inbox Besties, the only little guy approved podcast that gives you dangerously practical advice for turning internet randos into subscribers with benefits. You know, the kind that pop open their wallets and throw fistfuls of cash at you for your courses and, and coaching, not like that other stuff. Now let's get to it. Welcome back, my Inbox Besties. Besties, woo! It is season two of the Inbox Besties podcast. And this season, y'all, I'm just bad today. If you thought that the first season knocked your socks off, you have not seen anything yet because I have really sat down, ate my own dog food, if you will, and really structured this podcast going forward. My ultimate goal in mind is that is to get you to a sustainable, repeatable, excitable $5,000 a month in your business. Now, for some people that is like way beyond you, you're like, guys, like I did that like eight years ago. And for others of you, it might just be a pipe dream. But I really find once you hit that bare minimum income level, you really just start to almost flip into like the CEO mode. You can start hiring out. You can start testing a little bit more with ads going on. And you just really sort of think of it as a viable business where if you're making like $100 this month or a thousand next or all of that, it just sort of really plays with your head. So I feel like that's a really nice achievable level for everyone. And once we get there, guys, of course, we're going to go beyond. But that's really what this season and the next sort of phase, if you will, is going to be for Inbox Besties woo, and GayToster.com. So guys, I originally recorded this episode about a month ago, and I was going to air it. And then basically Facebook group land exploded <laughs> over the last week and a half. So I really wanted to take it down and really address kind of what's going on there and really answer that question that I actually got like two and a half months ago. Sorry, guys, which was which one should I focus on growing on more my email list or a Facebook group? Now, I myself, of course, we have the Super Friends Secret Layer, which is part of the vault free membership level. So head over to katedoster.com forward slash join so you can go ahead and get a 20, over 20, it's almost 25 free resources on starting, growing, and nurturing your email list, starting your business, your blog, all of that funness and tech training that's galore. Head on over to katedoster.com forward slash join and then make sure that you hit the little thing to join us over in the Super Friends Secret Entrepreneurial Facebook group layer. So here is what's been going on in Facebook land. A lot of huge names over the past two weeks have shut down their group just shut down the free group. So one in particular that's coming to mind, who I think actually did it very well, was Melissa Griffith. She uh, had a live stream. She gave everyone a week. She let everyone know her reasons behind it, um, about how she didn't feel that her team's resources were being spent very well monitoring people. Because when you have a community of 20,000 entrepreneurs and bloggers, it does unfortunately attract a lot of predators. And Melissa, just like myself, we tend to skew towards people who are newer in the online space. And so she wasn't creating as safe as a community as she wanted to. There were too many people that were trying to like be sly about things and break like the promo rules. And it just, she couldn't handle it anymore. She was barely ever in it. I mean, I don't think that she ever once answered everyone's question ever. And that's totally really weighed on her because she is one of those, even though she's a very big influencer, she likes to have a real hand in her student and her community's business. So 
she gave everyone a week, kind of let them know. Towards the end, she let people like grow their own groups and their pods and invite people into their communities. So I think that she handled it nicely in that fact that she gave people not only a reason, but she gave them time to process. Where a couple of other large groups, one person just like popped in at noon and said, yeah, at five, we're done. <laughs> and then just shut down their group out of nowhere. And ironically, they're still promoting their free group on their stuff. So that's a little weird, but okay. And <laughs> batching strikes again, y'all. And then there is another group that actually shut down yesterday. But she, I guess, had been stating to her audience that she was going to be closing it down for over a year or turning it to like a paid thing if you wanted to interact with her. And I think she honestly just pulled the trigger because Melissa did. I don't know this for a fact, but it just sort of seems coincidental. Um, there's been another Facebook group where they basically turned it into a glorified Facebook business page and blog. Um, a lot of people just love that group. Um, it totally defeats the purpose of the group, guys, which is to really build and foster a community to not only show yourself as an expert, but really as a confident resource. So the reason why people tend to get burned out from Facebook groups is they grow them and then no one's interacting with them because they haven't cultivated a space or they just don't have enough people. They don't have a unique angle to their Facebook group or it's just too much like vanilla. So as the group owner, you just sort of check out when you're the only one posting and you're like, what? Which is why, guys it really when it comes down to growing your Facebook group or an email list it's really just your personality and where you want to be and what your strengths are if you don't want to deal with a lot of people's problems if you don't want to be a constant cheerleader or source or to show up all the time don't own a Facebook group just don't I'm not saying that it needs to run your life but I'm saying that you do need to schedule in times in your day or make it very apparent to people that like, you know, guys, you know, Saturday and Sunday, I'm just gonna be monitoring, I'm not gonna be interacting a lot, but you know, through the week here, we're gonna do this. So if you don't have it in you, don't do it. <laughs> what you could do, and this is what I did with the Super Friends Secret Layer. And as you notice, my community is very small and I've done that on purpose. Like that was by design. And I was very nervous about actually letting it grow. Um, we are accepting new members now, <laughs> finally. Um, I have started approving more than rejecting, but I still have that rejection finger right on the pulse of not letting people in because I'm really trying to cultivate a very certain group of non-territorial people and just being there. And I want people to be able to test out ideas and come in and express themselves openly where they really couldn't in a big group because too many people would flock at them for like free calls or they'd be afraid that if they admitted weakness in a larger group that potential clients could see and they could get turned off and none of that. So we try to keep my group at least very, very community minded and we're on community challenges and we try to get to know each other really well. So that way when we go out into the outside worlds, we can be a connector and promote people to other super friends. So that is, you know, the deal with us. And what I was finding for those bigger groups is the people who ran them weren't ever even there. And they claimed that they were overwhelmed or felt bad. And maybe they did where they felt bad that they, you know, couldn't comment on everyone's thread or everyone's post. And so it just kind of let their group get away from them, if they will. The other thing is people think that automatically opening up a Facebook group just equals dollar signs. Like they're just going to fly into your pocket. But that's sort of the same issue with an email list. Everything. So once you hit a thousand people on your email list, you're going to make a gajillion dollars. A name on an email list is worth nothing. A number in your group is worth nothing unless you actually are really driven to serve that community 
and help make them life better in whatever your zone of geekdom is. And the second that you start thinking like me, 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 and now like, what can I do to get them from A to B from having an ugly wardrobe to one that not only fits, but they feel confident in to maybe create their own skirts or to have a gorgeous home on a budget and keep it up and deal with the whole aspect of say, just being with a mom. Like that's really what you need to realize about running a Facebook group versus an email list is that it's just different. Now, I will be the first one to tell you that over the last couple of months, even though my Facebook group is substantially smaller than my email list, I have easily made more, more, I don't want to say more money because I feel bad, but I made thousands of dollars every single month from a group of, for the most part, a medium group average was about 200. I might have kept us at about 210. I think that people are just shocked (laughs) and they're like, what? You made how much for a group that small? And I think that it just shows that if you put people first, and then you give information that they need and you offer a chance to work with you, people are more than happy to sing your praises, to shout you out, and to just, as my mentor would say, to smack your buy button. <laughs> so that's really what was happening with my Facebook group and my list. Not saying that my list was unresponsive or I didn't like them. It was just one of those things when I ran the action injection both rounds, I can tell you that the majority of the people came from the Facebook group, perhaps because they saw me every single day. Maybe it's just a different type of entrepreneur. Who knows? But this is why if you're going to go the Facebook group route and you really need to think long and hard guys about it, because it is not the easiest thing. It's very rewarding. And I think what just happened is the people who spent so much time and money and effort cultivating those groups well, I don't think the dollar bills are in the back of their head. I think that they wanted to have the numbers behind it as almost like a social proof thing because no one knows how big your email list is unless you show pictures, but everyone can see the size of your Facebook group. So I think that for them to think that they've had this level of success, they needed to grow this group and grow this group and grow this group, but then it lost that tight knit community feel that it was supposed to have. Now, there are some, what I consider slightly bigger groups, where the host is like in there constantly, but not to the point where it's like, is this all they do? It was to the point where they had outsourced everything else that they possibly could have, and even things like approving people for groups, but they showed up and answered questions and did Facebook lives and really cultivated a strong relationship. So if you are a natural born leader who you yourself really likes Facebook groups and who is not afraid to promote it and go out there, then I say that's fine. But realize guys that you are indeed building on someone else's land, meaning your group can just evaporate, which is another story that I heard this week. Or God forbid you have a VA and they decide to kick you out or there's a glitch happening and then your group just gets hostile takeovered. The likelihood of somebody hostily taking over your email list is pretty slim. I'm not saying that VA couldn't necessarily do that, but I've never heard of it happening ever, <laughs> truly. All right, guys. So now let's go ahead and just really flip the script a little bit. I know we've just been sort of having a fireside chat, but let's go ahead and get into more tactical stuff because this was the other half of the question I got is how do I get people from my Facebook group on my email list? How do I get my email list people to my Facebook group? And again, which one do I have more? Well, I 
don't like to think of everything as always and forever. I think it's the phase that you're in. So if you are just starting this Facebook group because you have listened to this rest of this episode, you've decided like, yes, I love being rah-rah. I love showing up. I love cultivating relationships, learning people's names, being a giant connector. Then what I want you to do is you can go ahead and turn like say, you know, make sure that a couple of your social media links do link to your group or that people know about it. So a really great method, again, I don't know how effective this is, is my friend Courtney, her freebie that's on her site year round as of this recording is actually to get into her free Facebook group. So she has a landing page for it. She talks about how great it is. There's a quote from me on there, told you. (laughs) And then people put in their email address and then it redirects them to Facebook to apply to the group. Now, does everyone come from our email list into our group? No, and vice versa. But that is a way that you can both create an email list and grow your Facebook group as well. Of course, in your podcast episodes, you can, you know, talk about both. And people are like, hey, like, well, where can we hang out with you? Well, I've got an amazing free gift, which you can get at createdoster.com, blah. And to get even more help with it, make sure you join my free Facebook community. So, so you have those two calls to action. The other thing that I suggest is if you're really into growing your Facebook group, as opposed to say your revenue right now, is on the thank you page of your freebies, just have a button for people to join your community for even more free coaching, free tips for a community of moms who get it to melt your belly fat even faster. Head on over to join the super awesome group and then just have a link to it. So it really depends on what phase of business you're in because out of your whole funnel, <laughs> spoiler alert, which is the journey from turning somebody from never knowing about you ever to being a hot raving fan who just will tell your name to everyone is that thank you page right after your freebie. So you want to use that real estate wisely. And I think most people forget. So go ahead and ask people to join your Facebook group there. So the other half, what if your Facebook group is really large? Because I've added questions to my Facebook groups because I always want to know, and I think you should do this as well. The invitation is one question is how did you find out about this group? And when I went through and really optimized my group for being in Facebook, and changed all of its tags and its title and really just made it clear about what we do and our mission. I've had more than enough share people who have told me that just Facebook suggested it. So you really want to make sure guys that you are actively promoting your free resources to get on your email list to your Facebook group. And I'm not just saying like, download this cheat sheet, download this cheat sheet. I am saying like, you know, do Facebook lives, have a post where you tell a story and then at the end, tell them to grab the guy. In my particular case, I have tied the Super Friends Secret Layer to the vault, which is my collection of over 20, almost 25, I think. Now, free resources, training, templates, and swipe files to help you start, grow, nurture the crap out of your email list, and really build a business that you can be proud of. <laughs> I like to call it a nano-proof business in all actuality. If you can't tell nano what you do without feeling slimy, then you shouldn't be doing it. So, <laughs> anywho, I always go in there, and when I do Facebook Lives or Say if you have one freebie and it is paleos for vegans, because for some reason someone decided to completely flip their script and you've decided that those are the people you're disproportionately passionate about helping because you're vegan, you turned paleo, your energy came back, you just loved it for some strange reason. Well, you could do a video on, you know, like the three biggest mistakes people make when um, trying to reincorporate meat 
into their lives. And then at the end, you can be like, and guys, don't forget, I have a whole meal planner that is going to actually give you like a week's worth of meal ideas so you can gradually reincorporate this meat so that way you can get the benefits of paleo. So see how there was content that you're creating in the group that you just sort of naturally flow into your email list. And again, just, you know, remind people every once in a while, if you do decide to have promo threads, which we do have, because I want everyone to know what everyone else does with our promo threads. Um, obviously, since you're the group owner, talk about it. <laughs> you can talk about it a little more as well. So I think the point here as we're just sort of wrapping up as to which one should you grow or which one should you focus on? Realize with Facebook groups, they can have a huge return on ROI. I will be the first one to admit that even though my group was less than 250 people, um, to be honest with you, I think for a while we were just like at like 190 to 210 range. I was making thousands of dollars a month directly from that Facebook group. <laughs> I'm going to say that again. I made thousands of dollars and I hate saying from that Facebook group, but by supporting the community members that are in it. <laughs> and I think most people think that you need to have like thousands of magical numbers to make money. It's not. It's about cultivating relationships. It's about showing off your skill. It's really about putting them first, but also putting a premium on your knowledge to a point. So give, you know, give them step one and two, but step three, four, and five is where they need your help. <laughs> so lead by example, y'all. Make sure that you are trying to get them on an email list because you actually own that. You don't have to worry about Zuckerberg being like, nope, don't like your group anymore. You're on. Or somebody hostily taking it over. Or I've never heard anyone close down their email list <laughs> because it got too big. It's easy on an email list to foster exactly the relationship that you want because it is a one-way street, even though you ask questions, where as a community, you're adding a whole bunch of different elements, some savory, some salty, which you don't necessarily want. So I would love to hear your thoughts and opinion on all of this. So guys, <laughs> head on over to katedoster.com forward slash join, where you can activate your free membership level in the super friend secret layer vault combo guys where you get over 20 oh i'm so excited hit the microphone where you get over 20 trainings resources freebies downloads basically every download almost that i've ever created free wise is in this bad boy and of course access to honestly the most supportive and real i don't know how to down to earth entrepreneurs and bloggers that i have ever found and we have a lot more trainings now geared towards people who are beginners and i am just so excited really for what is going to be going on here in inbox besties on the email list and in the super friend secret layer and i will see you guys this friday with our first bonus episode of season number two how to explode your email list and pockets with giveaways Bye, everybody. Thank you for having Inbox Besties in your ear holes today. Why don't we make it a regular thing? Go ahead and slap that subscribe button now. And for even more free value-soaked resources and a community of online entrepreneurs that actually get it, head on over to katedoster.com forward slash group to unlock your free membership to the Super Friends Secret Layer. And if you were one of my action takers listening over here on iTunes, thanks. Make sure that you leave a rating and review before you leave. I know it seems teeny tiny, but it makes a big world of difference in me being able to provide you with more dangerously practical tips and tricks for turning internet randos into subscribers with benefits. Later days.